0: Welcome, everyone, to The Chat. I'm coming to you from the beautiful city of Columbus, Indiana. My name is Nida Evans, and I am the host for The Chat. It airs each Saturday morning from 9 to 10 o'clock on radio station WYGS, and it can be live-streamed from its website. The Chat is also available on Google, Apple, and Spotify podcasts. My guest for the chat today is Lisa Spidell, the mother of Josh Spidell. As you will recall, in February of 2015, Lisa's son, Josh, was involved in a horrific car accident in which he sustained unimaginable injuries. We'll be right back with the chat.
1: I'm stepping out, out of the boat, for the Savior is near. I'm stepping out, out of the boat, for the Savior is near.
0: I'm chatting with Lisa Spidell. My last chat was with Josh, Lisa, and Dave Spidel, but today I'm chatting with Lisa alone about her personal relationship and daily walk with Jesus Christ. Welcome to the chat, Lisa. It's so good having you here on the chat. Hi, I Thank you so much for having me. Let's start right off by you telling us about your family.
2: All right, my family. Well, let's see. I am... Born and raised in Georgia. Most all of my family is in Georgia. Met my husband, Dave, actually, when we were in Georgia. Dave and I have been married for 33 years and been together for 37. We have a 31-year-old daughter, a 28-year-old daughter, a 26-year-old son, and then we have three grandkids, which are the best, by the (laughs) way.
1: (laughs)
0: Will you tell us about your work? Sure,
2: sure. So, I am the elementary principal of, at Waldron Elementary. Been there just getting ready to start my seventh year as the lead principal at Waldron. And Waldron's a small rural school in Shelby County.
0: Have you been principal just this seven years, or have you been a teacher before that? What all happened with yeah, that? Yeah. So,
2: I was a stay at home mom when my kids were younger, and then, as my kids got older, it was my desire to be in the school. Um, I felt like it was really important to be active and involved where my kids were at at school. I started when we lived in Pendleton as a reading specialist. I was kind of the bridge between the school and families and promoted reading and Then Dave took a job transfer that moved us here to Columbus. I began substitute teaching again, wanting to know the community, getting to know people and went into substitute teaching and went from there. I had the opportunity to connect with some wonderful women in BCSC and they encouraged me. And so I went back and I did my teaching. So I have my teaching degree, then went into administration 10 years ago. I was an assistant principal in Seymour after teaching in Columbus and
0: then went to Seymour, and then now two, seven years later, here I am at Waldron. Very good. Well, will you tell us when you came to know Jesus and have a personal relationship with him? Will you give us your testimony? Sure.
2: So I grew up in a Southern Baptist church from Georgia. I always went to church with my grandpa, with mom. Sunday night, Wednesday night, anytime that we could go we were there uh, i remember going to vacation bible schools with my grandpa he was a southern baptist preacher remember going with him sitting listening to him and when i was 7 i accepted christ i asked jesus into my heart i was baptized but very young i was 7 and um still going to church still walking and with christ and then i met dave my walk got a little bit closer to god and then as we started having children it became even more important that we are immersed in church and that our kids were going to church and that they saw us having a relationship with
0: christ so you came to know christ early at the age of seven And then as time went on, it sounds like your faith got stronger and stronger as you grew in Christ. It did. And it unfortunately took my son
2: almost dying for me to say, whoa, oh my goodness, there is is a God. We know that there
0: is a God. He became more real to you. Very much so. Has he given you a passion for anything? You know, Lisa, the longer we no Christ. He gives us special interest, special desires to work in certain areas in the kingdom. Has he given you a passion? So
2: I say that my job is a passion, but it's a passion. It's not really a job. I love what I do every day. I know that I am where I'm supposed to be. God makes that very clear that he puts those families and those children in my Mm -hmm. path for a reason. Sometimes we don't know what that is immediately, but I get to see that. I mean, I get to see that every day as an elementary principal. Oh my goodness. It's like the love, kindness, being able to wrap kids up and for kids to wrap me up is just amazing. I think also that there is a passion now for being a support, being a resource for other families that have also gone through the tragedy um, that we went through, as I said on our previous broadcast, <laughs> I feel like I've become a brain injury expert, and mm-hmm. I didn't want to be. God wants us to use those hard things for good, and so I get to do that. I'm a member of the Brain Injury Association of Indiana. Their board. Through that, I get to help people throughout the state, even just people individually calling, that we get the opportunity to talk with them.
0: Can you tell me, is there an area or two in your life where God's working on you to make you more like Jesus? Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like, an area or two or three or four. (laughs) (laughs) You know, every day when I walk in the building at Waldron or I walk in my home. I never know. I never know what's gonna cross my path. And Jesus, I don't think, knew who was crossing his path. But I think that I try to have that mindset of God is sending them to me. They're crossing my path. So how am I gonna be Jesus's feet, hands and voice and for those little people or the big people that are crossing my path he wants you to
0: be alert it sounds like yep absolutely the chat has a theme song called stepping out and it talks about just us having faith God sometimes wants us to have extra faith to do whatever it is he wants us to do Mm -hmm. has he asked you it sounds like probably many times Lisa that God has asked you to step out of the boat in faith first thing that comes to my
2: mind is, is i've got some professional opportunities where i had to step out of the boat when we moved here i thought i saw path a and i thought okay this is the path god's opening those paths partnering with people mentoring being mentored by then god says mm, no Lisa, you're gonna have to take this somewhere else and just closed some doors mm-hmm. um in the with the school that I was working at and the area that I was working, and I was crushed i was crushed <laughs> I mm. was crushed that didn't last very long because I accepted a position in seymour, and then God again started making it abundantly clear why I was in Seymour and not at my previous employer, so I started in July. We had always been on Dave's insurance. On January first, I went on insurance because you know Josh was going to be going to school and stepping away, and so Dave was like, "Let's just go on your insurance at school." Well, a little bit later, you know, not even not not even five weeks later, Josh's accident happened, and realized how blessed we were with the insurance coverage that we had, the flexibility of. Of the school system the forward thinking of the superintendent to say hey how can we help you and help josh along in this journey so all of those reasons and all of those feelings of just hurt and anger and sadness they were gone because i was like okay god i'm sorry that i doubted you <laughs> You knew God, you knew the plan, you knew the big picture. And I was only looking at my little, my one little piece of the puzzle instead of the big puzzle. The one thing that come to mind, also thinking about when you have like a medical emergency like we had with Joshua, And you don't know. I mean, you are trusting those professionals that God sends to you. You're trusting them. And you have to step back and go, okay, I don't know. Okay, do I, okay, am I trusting them? Am I going to listen? Am I not going to listen? One of the recommendations was that Josh be moved to another state to a long-term facility. And we pushed back against that. We said no. That was a big stepping out of the boat moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) for us Mm -hmm. to go, no, we don't think that this is what God wants, and we're going to bring Josh back to Columbus, and I'm glad that we did. As always, it was the right decision.
0: God sent us in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about your prayer life now. Do you have a place that you go to every day to pray? How does your prayer life and where does it come into play? My car. (laughs) I
2: use my car as my prayer time because I have a 30 minute drive Mm -hmm. to school. I use that in the morning to just to kind of prepare my mind to Mm. pray about, you know, situations that I know that are coming up. I use it to pray individually for my staff, their names when they have things going on or just in every day Um, and then for students and families that we might meet so I do that in the morning and then in the afternoon coming home Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will Mm -hmm. also do that then the other time that I especially like here in the last couple three weeks that I found um, my conversations with God are happening at like two o'clock in the morning I had knee surgery four weeks ago it is messing with my sleep cycle so I'm like okay well let's God, let's have, let's, let's have a conversation, let's have a chat
0: yeah,
2: yeah. during that
0: time. That's kind of focus time, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Well, Lisa, we've got to take a break, so let's do that. So we'll be right back with the chat.
1: I'm stepping out, out of the boat, for the Savior is near. I'm stepping out, out of the boat, for the Savior is near.
0: We're back with the chat, and I am chatting with Lisa Spydell. Lisa, we were just talking about prayer, and you were telling us at different times during the day that you pray. Will you go a little bit further into that and give us a day in the life of Lisa Spydell? Do you pray before you get out of bed? Tell us a little bit about it.
2: I do. My morning prayer before I get out of bed is Of just taking some deep breaths and thanking God for the night's sleep, asking Him to have my eyes and ears open and my heart open to anything when my feet hit the floor.
0: That sounds like you're just, again, alert Alert. and on call uh, to just talk with the
2: Lord. So I drive to school, talking to God, praising God. Then once I get to school, I always sit in the parking lot and pray over the day, pray over just the people that are going to walk through that door, walk through my office door, just the the school in general. And then I find myself throughout the day when teachers know and staff know that, hey, they can go and say, hey, Lisa, will you pray for this is happening? Or can you pray for my so-and-so? Absolutely. Let's do it right now. And to turn around and to pray for them. As we were Early on in Josh's accident, we had so many people saying, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. And we held on to that Mm -hmm. because I'm like, okay, somebody is there praying. Mm -hmm. And so I take it very seriously, very heavy that if I say I'm going to pray, I'm going to pray. I don't want somebody just saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying Mm -hmm. for you. But to really pray to put that into into action and then follow up with with them also Mm -hmm. you know so a couple days later hey
0: talk to me how are things going okay well now we can pray for this what a cool relationship that is for you to be available to pray with anyone that crosses your path Mm -hmm.
2: including families absolutely i have several things in my office that if you just look around that you might notice where my faith is And also, because I'm it's such a small school and I get to know all of our families, I can say, hey, is it okay if I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Or I'll be praying about that. Or, Mrs. Spidell, will you
0: pray for us with that?
2: Absolutely.
0: How many students are there at Waldron?
2: I have pre-K through fifth grade. 315. I think that's what I ended the year with. Yeah, 315. Nice number. Nice number. Nice
0: small number. Are there any prayers you pray specifically for yourself each day?
2: Yes. Again, when I'm getting ready to get out of the car at work, dear Lord, I pray that I am your eyes and feet and hands. I pray that every day. And then when I drive home, right before i get out of the car it's just okay lord thank you for watching over my drive home and i pray now that i'm able to turn my attention to dave
0: or my family Mm -hmm. and give them everything that they need let's get into blessings can you give us just one or two of your greatest blessings
2: well, of course, my family, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, my family are, like I said earlier, I think my job, what I do every day is a blessing. It's the greatest profession ever. I love it. Love being able to do that. And again, that's a, a, the opportunity to go and share with and encourage others through their trials. It's a blessing mm-hmm. to
0: us. You know, we sometimes me. don't think about it that way, but you're right. That mm-hmm. is a blessing. When you choose to look at it that way, Mm -hmm.
2: yes, I mean, it is a conscious Mm -hmm. choice that no matter how insignificant it might be, Mm -hmm.
0: this is a blessing. Will you tell us about your devotion time? What does it consist of? I use on my Holy Bible app,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it has a variety of plans. So like five-day reading plans or five-day devotional plans. And I find that what I'm feeling or what I'm struggling with, I'll just go in and find a devotional for that. So Mm -hmm. recently, I was looking through my plans, and I've been doing dangerous prayers, finding peace, the calm, live each day in the calm amid the storm, and mountains, finding hope and vision in God's presence. That just kind of tells you what's kind of been on my mind. (laughs) good thing though here recently and so they're in like five day Mm -hmm. um so it gives me some bible readings and and then a little devotional to go along with that that's a cool way to do it it's wherever my heart is or whatever i'm feeling do you have a life verse i do joshua 1 9 (laughs) i love that verse have i not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be afraid do not be discouraged for the lord your god will be with you wherever you go
0: how has god used it in your life that was
2: the bible verse that when we were pregnant with joshua we knew that we wanted to name our son have a biblical name Mm -hmm. the more we learned about joshua and who joshua was in the bible and what he did then we were like that's a great name let's go with Mm -hmm. joshua Mm -hmm. so that's how we arrived at joshua we can do hard things Mm -hmm. we can do hard things with god by our side Mm -hmm. and also that reminder that to surround yourself with people that are your cheerleaders that lift you up that believe in you
0: Is there a book of the Bible right now that you are studying or feel in a special pull to read or study? What's going on in Bible study with you?
2: Currently, right now, I'm doing a study on Job. So, our small group, we're using uh, Right Now Media and Francis Chan's The Book of Job. It's been amazing to go through that and to look at Job. And the trials and the people that were with him or that was, that was sent to be around him and his friends and, and his never wavering faith mm-hmm. in God. So that's what we're currently studying.
0: You know, don't you think that from time to time, that's a book we all need to be in? Yes. The encouragement that we receive from that. Yes. And a great book. Absolutely. Can you give us a favorite biblical account?
2: I love the story of Martha. You know, Martha was the doer <laughs> and I'm the doer, right? <laughs> yeah. So even with Jesus in the house, even with Jesus right there, it was that reminder to slow down. She was such a woman of faith. Even in her busyness or her doing, that was how she was honoring and, and praising Jesus.
0: A lot of times they tag Mary along with her, you know, uh-huh. sisters. <laughs> yep.
2: But you're Martha, huh? I just go do. I'm just a doer, not in the front. I'm okay behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I was also just kind of flipping back through some notes and I thought, Sarah. You know, Sarah teaches us that we can always trust God and that she believed God would give her a son and her body shouldn't be able to have a child and then God does. Just that that reminder to always trust.
0: Mm-hmm. Always
2: Believe, trust God.
0: Believing the impossible.
2: Yep, believing the impossible.
0: Are there a couple of favorite women in the Bible that you are interested in or stand out? Those are the two for me, those two women. Let's get into mentoring. Have you had a mentor in your life at any time? I've had some professional mentors, but
2: not somebody that's helped me grow my faith. Well, maybe I have, and I just didn't think of them or Mm -hmm. realize that they were
0: Mm -hmm. a
2: mentor to me. Can
0: you think of some things they've taught you? What have you learned from them?
2: There's one person that's coming to mind that there's a much bigger picture out there. That's what keeps coming to mind when I think of this person, that you got to step outside your little box. You got to be able to see and feel those people around you and be more in tuned, more aware of them, maybe the burdens or the joys that they're carrying.
0: You have to have someone who's, again, attentive to you, to know, to be aware Mm -hmm. that there's someone hurting, or you can help them in some way. That's what mentors do. Mm -hmm. It's not all factual. It's not all intellectual, but emotions go in with that, and you have had those people in Mm -hmm. your life. You know, sometimes we don't think about people who have been mentors, but when we stop and think, yes, that one person was, and... Right, exactly. That's kind of where my brain is right now, going, okay, yeah. Now, have you mentored anyone? I have a few staff
2: members that we have. There have been some some people that have crossed my path, that we've professional mentorship, as well as just growing closer to God.
0: How do you feel about being in that position? I hope they feel feel that i'm being me
2: it's hard it's really hard to mm-hmm. <laughs> to, put the, to put it into words you know i hope that she one day sits back and goes you know if somebody asks her have you ever been mentored no and then suddenly i come to mind
1: mm.
0: good answer for that you know yeah. a lot of times we are mentoring people and we don't realize we're right. mentoring people, but sometimes people will say what a difference you made in their lives and yeah. what they learned from you in certain instances and that sort of thing. So I'm one that tends to think a lot of people are mentors that don't realize that they are and how God uses them in the lives of others. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We've got to take a, another short break so let's do that. We'll be right back with the chat. I'm stepping
1: out, out of the boat for the is near. I'm stepping out, out of the boat for the is
0: near. We're back with the chat and I'm chatting with Lisa Spidell. This has really been interesting with you, Lisa, just hearing about mentoring and your devotions and blessings and prayer life and all those things, but there's one more thing I want to get into next. Okay? And and that is of the Ten Commandments, which one is the hardest for you to keep? I think keeping the Sabbath holy. Because I
2: am a doer, Martha. (laughs) Let's just do, let's let's get it done. It is hard for me to sit back and just be quiet and be still. It's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, the Sabbath is all about just taking a day of rest Mm -hmm. and praising God, giving him the glory in the society that we live in. It's hard.
0: Have a day of rest. It's hard Mm -hmm. to have a day of rest. So just to stop from doing the things you normally do. Mm -hmm. and allow God to give us some rest so that we can replenish, right?
2: So I had surgery on my knee earlier this summer. And I think that's part of what it was, it has also been about. I am forced to stop Mm because I can't go, I can't do. So this summer has been like really refocusing and rethinking, yeah, my day-to-day and preparing to go back to school. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm excited because maybe it's because I'm
0: rested and I'm, Mm. I'm, I feel like I'm ready to go. Let's talk about struggles now. Lisa, what are some, some are obvious, we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. What are some of the struggles or times of discouragement that you've had to deal with? What has been in your faith walk? What has been some of those struggles?
2: With a traumatic brain injury, and that healing piece, everybody's looks different. Like if you break your arm, there's boom, boom, step, step, step. Everybody usually heals the same way. Cast comes off. That's not how it is with a traumatic brain injury. I'm thinking of Josh had come home from the hospital. He had been in the hospital for like 117 days. And we went to church that first day that we came back. And it was a healing Sunday, healing hmm. prayer Sunday. Mm -hmm. and josh said get me down there we need to go down and i very clearly remember one of our elders praying and thanking god for his goodness and he said that he wanted us to feel the peace that if this was as good as it gets then lord it is good Mm. it is good and that really changed how I thought. Larry Detweiler, I'll never forget him saying that to us. And that was so true, because if that was as good as it gets, you know, at that time, Josh was alive. It changed the way that we praised, and that I prayed to God, and I praised God. I think at least some point every day, I say to myself, okay, if this is as good as it gets, this is good. This is good, Lord. Probably that that struggle of, we'll just heal him Lord. Mm -hmm. heal josh heal his brain make this happen and when you look back over everything josh shouldn't be with us so just the fact that he was able to get himself to the to the altar Mm -hmm. and for us to pray was good
0: during that time did he bring a specific song to you that ministered to you that Helped you to get through those times? Yeah, there were so many
2: songs that friends would send us, or they would hear something and say, Hey, Lisa, I thought of you when I heard this. Most recently, I heard a Ryan Ellis song. It's going to be all right. I've shared it with a couple of friends. It's just that reminder that, you know what? Everything is. Everything Mm -hmm. is going to be. All right. It may not be what we intended or what we thought, but it's okay. It's all right. And God is good.
0: Let's listen to everything's going to be all right.
1: the strength when I am weak, the only one who leads my soul.
0: of the words to that song bear repeating it says you hear my cry my deepest pain you listen patiently as long as it takes you whisper truth over the lies the words that bring me back to life everything's gonna be all right you hold me in your arms until my storm is calm you are the strength when I am weak the only one that leads my soul to perfect peace, and I will sing my way through the night the words that bring me back to life. You hold me in your arms until my storm is calm. Everything's going to be all right. Your love will be my song till all my fears are gone, and I believe, yes, I believe, you're working all things for my good. You hold me in your arms till all the fear is gone. Everything's going to be all right. Your love will be my song till all my fears are gone. I believe, yes, I believe you're working all things for my good. Everything's going to be all right.
2: Isn't that a great
0: song? That is. Couldn't put a better song. I would think, Lisa.
2: Yeah. I love that song.
0: Let's take a couple of minutes, and I'm going to ask you if you have anything that you would like the listeners to hear, any kind of blessing, anything that would encourage, just speak to us all right now. I think we're just kind of
2: finishing up and summing up, a few points that I would want people to take away and that I try to to live and want people to know is that God's timing is always right. Hmm. It's always the right time. There are so many people that walk your journey with you. So just know that God puts people in your path for a reason. We have to trust the Lord's plan that even though we can't, see what the plan is or we may not know or it could there's just a big question mark as that song says we are going to trust god and know that everything's going to be all right we live in a world where we need to celebrate all the little things Mm. every day when a child brings you a dandelion oh my gosh that is the perfect Mm. dandelion for me that's just beautiful to again encouraging somebody that you know maybe's learning something new, we just or that they're having to relearn something, just to celebrate all of those little things that aren't so little, really big things, but to remember that you 're never alone, there are people around it's so easy to be alone it's so easy to close ourselves off from people. And goodness knows I wanted to do that so many times. And I did. Mm-hmm. I did. I did not want to deal with people. I can't put on a front anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't be an encourager for someone. I, I just need space. I just need a minute. And it's okay to take that minute, but then to go back and to mm-hmm. surround yourself because God put those people there for uh-huh. you. Yeah. Don't take their blessings away. Mm-hmm. Bye. Shutting yourself off for them. Also, I think just to remember that it is so easy to trust God in tragedy or when you're trying to recover. I guess my message is that God is there on the highs and He's there in the lows. And no matter how low your lows go, just mm-hmm. know that God is there and He's sending people to be with you and to encourage you.
0: Will you tell us about some of those people? You don't necessarily have to give their names, mm-hmm. but tell tell us some of those people who helped you and loved you mm-hmm. no matter how you were feeling at that time, whether you wanted to shut them off or just they wanted to help you, Lisa. Yes. Tell us about some yeah. of those people. Oh
2: my goodness. We had people that provided food for us to the hospital. They brought food up that I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Okay. Well, you're going to eat it, Lisa. If that's what you're going to do. Okay. 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 That's what I'm going to do. Okay. That's what it's here for. That's what I'm going to do. To people using their gifts to help Joshua. We have a friend who retired from the insurance business. And he said, if you guys will just write a quick note and let me handle all of hmm. your insurance things wow. for you, let me handle this answering questions. And let me take that off your plate. Absolutely. Absolutely. To people who volunteered, you know, to drive Josh to appointments, to therapy appointments, to I went back to school and Dave went back to work and to just give up their day. I mean, there were so many people Mm -hmm. that did that. Friend of ours is a teacher. She said, let me sit down with Josh. Okay, we're going to start with picture books. Mm hmm. And then we're going to push him from there. And so to get him back in to the swing of things for school and, you know, our neighbors mowing our yard for us just because we weren't home and they they wanted to help people that did fundraisers. I mean, it's just amazing, mm-hmm. just the people and this, the support in this town in Columbus and all over the country and in the world, mm-hmm. even.
0: Well, it sounds like your church was a godsend, certainly. Absolutely. In more ways than one. But the number, when you and I have visited and talked about different ones who had done different things, and there was always someone there. There was always someone always. there for you. You were 100% covered and god made sure of that that he had just the
2: right people yep absolutely yep there was somebody always in josh's room praying for him you know we had a nurse who we're sure she was an angel
0: (laughs) a lot of them are you know they are
2: that for sure but we've never been able to connect with her Mm -hmm. outside of once josh got out of the hospital but to know that i mean she was pouring into joshua every time she went into the room and she joined our prayer circles pastor chuck was there by our side all the time
1: Mm -hmm. for us
2: and our Mm -hmm. elders and community yeah
0: it's amazing what's the biggest takeaway from the last eight years i'm
2: not sure why i'm crying that's all right you go right ahead the biggest takeaway I, I don't know if I can sum that up just one I don't know that I could
0: can I maybe say help one? me out okay. help me out <laughs> I would sum it up Nida Evans the counselor would sum it up in three words God is good yes overall beginning to end and that's not only true with this but anything we go through that's tough that's hard that god has allowed in our lives and certainly y'all have had i would think the max but to look at you and your family and your lives and to see how god has been there all of the time 100 percent of the time how could we not, any of us, how could we not see that God is good? All the time. All the time. All the time.
2: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Maybe that's where my, my tears are. That's where my tears are. I, yeah. I would guess maybe. Yeah. So. The overwhelming, and I think that's what you're experiencing, is just being overwhelmed by God's goodness. Mm -hmm. Will you pray with us?
2: Our most wonderful, wonderful, gracious Heavenly Father, dear Lord, we thank you for this day. Dear Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to come and, and talk about your goodness. Dear Heavenly Father, dear Lord, I lift up each one of these listeners. You know who they are they need a a bit of encouragement may they feel it in in our words and dear lord if there are others that we can that we can help out that please send them to our path dear heavenly father dear lord we love you we praise you and we thank you so much again for the opportunity to to share and Talk about you, Lord, and, and just thank you, Lord. It is in your wonderful, gracious, heavenly name we pray. Amen.
0: Thank you for coming to chat with me today, Lisa. You are one box of blessing. Oh, thank you. Not only to me as we have chatted, but to each of the listeners as they have listened to this. I think they see as well that God is good. And thank you, listeners. I've appreciated your tuning into the chat today. I look forward to future times when we can once again sit and have a chat.
1: I'm stepping out, out of the boat for the Savior is-